Hi, gang. Welcome back to the Spilling the Tea Leaves podcast with Rachel and Michelle. I am am an animal intuitive at Cottage on Wolf Lane on Instagram. And with me, as always, is Michelle. I am, uh, my name is Michelle. Uh, You can find me at rememberlovehealing.com. I'm a crystal Reiki master. And uh, you can also find me on Instagram at rememberlove. Awesome. Today, we're going to be talking about moon stuff. We've talked, I don't know, maybe maybe like a tiny bit in, in our, our prior podcasts. It You know, maybe it sort of like came up in other conversations, but we haven't actually yet dedicated a full podcast to working with the moon and how you can do that and what that can do for you as a human and you as a a, a spirit and a non-human um so we're just gonna and there's there is so much to get into i i have this giant giant list uh it is it is enormous there's so much written on there and doodles and flowers and um i we're, we're gonna have to do like 600 moon podcasts to even really fully scratch the surface but we are gonna start today Yay. There, there's, a, there's a full moon coming up um on on the 17th so just a few days from now um it is the june full moon which in the northern hemisphere is it has a couple names so the the full moons in each month that they fall tend to have sort of folk names or colloquial names that they've gotten for different reasons um in the past in the northern hemisphere the june moon is often referred to as the strawberry moon strawberries are in season the moon is tied very closely to human activities like harvesting and planting so strawberry moon is happening for those of us down here on the other end of the planet it's actually the dingo moon which i'm very excited about because dingoes are an animal and um they're the dingo uh, really yes dingo so dingoes dingoes are they are they're a wild dog native to australia we don't have them here in new zealand but they they hang out over in Australia and it is it's the dingo moon right now. So happy June, happy moon. Um, there's just there's so much to unpack. I almost don't know where to start. Um, so Michelle, you work a, a tiny bit with the moon, but it's it's not something that is a, a huge part of your path yet, right? Yes, yeah, it's it should be. I encourage everybody to use the moon closely um, in their practice, but I don't necessarily use it. Um, yeah, it's not part of really part or an essential part right now in my spiritual journey. I do use it for my crystals and I do recommend using the moon for, for example, water elixirs and stuff like that, but we can get into stuff like that later. Um, but yeah, I just work with it closely with my crystals, charging and cleansing my crystals is usually what I do with the full moon. Um, I know the moon is also related to like the Virgin Mary and I work well with her a lot, Um, but I'm not outside on the beach doing a moon ritual with like (laughs) a tribe. I wish I was, but I'm not. So it's not really, no, not a a huge part. So I'm I'm, like eager with everybody else (laughs) listening to this. I'm eager to hear what Rachel has to say because it is it's such an easy thing to integrate into our our practice right it is and it's it's something that affects not just humanity but but nature in general 
whether or not you realize it, it's interesting if, if in a very muggle sense, just do a quick Google, things like traffic accidents and bodily, um, bodily um, mishaps tend to happen more around the full moon. Ask any nurse. Um, I, I, I know a lot of us just, even, even if you do it jokingly, like, oh my God, stuff is crazy right now. Like, is it a full moon? Somebody check, please. Like, yeah, I mean, like, we, we, should, we talk about it, but this stuff, like, it, it, it is, um, you know, so it's, it's really interesting. More tornadoes tend to happen around the full or the new moon than at other times. Really? Um, no, seriously, guys, I'm, I oh. urge you just do, just do some Googling. It's really, <laughs> it is, it's really wild. Again, if for no other reason than just the sheer joy of knowledge acquisition, just, just to see all this bonker stuff, like, um, there, there's a native bird here in New Zealand called the Tui and tu, Tui's are, Tui's are beautiful birds, but they're, they're, I, don't, I mean, they're, they're birds, man. They hang out. They do their thing. Of tuis who who are diurnal, they're awake during the day. They are more active at the full moon. It is like, again, this stuff. You know, like it's it it's just it, these interesting little things There's that you learn. There's a real effect. There's a real effect. It it truly truly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so again, if 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 for no other reason than just to be, kind of, you know learn all these cool things like it, it's definitely worth the google to see these these really interesting things that happen at different times during the full moon and it is an invitation um for those of you who are interested in in working with it to to look at some of your other spiritual practices and see if maybe there's an opening or a, a chance there to align some of the things that you already believe know and do with some of this lunar power that is available to all of us. It's it's not something that you have to do. Again, if you feel pulled, um, called, uh, you know, the call of the moon, if you feel the the howl rise within you, I, I, I it's it's just it's it's a very cool, it's it's just a really cool big power to work with. Um and one of the easiest ways to do it, most of us have a, a calendar, whether it's the good old kitchen wall calendar or a calendar on your phone almost all of them have already on there the the phases of the moon again this is such an integral part of humanity and has been for such a long time that it is just common knowledge on on most of the super duper bare bones calendars that that we have access to whether electronic or actual like paper calendars um so it's really easy just to do a quick check and maybe learn a bit about each of the phases so we'll start with the full moon as the full moon is coming. Um, so, um, and I know the full moon, it, I think that that's one that we, especially because of pop culture, are more in tune with. Um, the term lunacy is actually related to lunar cycles. People do tend to get a bit more, let's say, full um, at, at, at the full moon. <laughs> I'm, I'm right now I had no idea that was two words were even related but yes that does make sense lunar lunacy oh that's gonna be my new business name <laughs> <laughs> don't copy it's, that people like it is copyrighted Michelle got it um done yeah I mean certainly um yes animals do tend to be more active at the full moon um again just even even looking sort of at 
horror movies and things that are much more, um, let's say, easily digestible within popular culture, the the full moon is one that we're, we're most familiar with. In terms of the power that is available to us during that time, it is it is a very rich. I mean, again, think of think of a kind of like culmination and just fullness available to us, which can take you a little bit too far on the lunacy side of things. But if you can harness it in such a way that you can use it to your advantage, it is a really rich and beautiful power. One thing I know that Michelle does is uses full moon energy and light to... To, to charge and cleanse your crystals is that yeah. okay yes yeah. so the full moon like rachel mentioned is like the peak the combination it's like this peak of clarity this uh it's like a symbolic height of power almost and I'll, just to give you some background a lot of crystals i do believe need to be <clears throat> cleansed and charged so cleansing a crystal just means giving it sort of like an energetic bath and bringing it back to its original uh, frequency. So once you work with a lot of crystals, you tend to feel like, oh, it's not uh, working as well, or it just feels a little heavy sometimes too. So they do need, like we need our showers. They pick up a lot of stuff that, they pick up a lot of stuff. So it doesn't affect us directly. They'll absorb that energy, especially thick crystals like smoky quartz, which works really well and doesn't need a lot of, um, charging but when a crystal does need to be cleansed i usually recommend or actually i always recommend putting a crystal either on your windowsill if it's safe to put it outside put your crystals outside and for a couple reasons the moon um aside from the fact that it can give the energy of your bath it also programs your crystal with whatever that moon is related to so i'm not sure if you know what the strawberry moon's uh, abilities are sometimes it could be for uh, uh do you know i have no idea i honestly don't um there is so much information out there about yeah uh, about each full moon and its powers and 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 we haven't even touched on things like blue moons a blue moon is the second full moon that appears in any calendar month um so no i do not however um that is a fun thing that i will be googling later i'm actually going to google it uh, strawberry moon uh meaning there you go just for the sake of the crystals um da, 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 da. so it's just it's just a midway point oh wow i might not get this quick enough for the podcast but <laughs> my internet so much information it june marks the month the culmination of spring and launches summer roses are finally in bloom lingering skies all right here we go um it is since the full moon of june is almost always in capricorn it will be a time to reflect on how seriously you've been focus focusing on making your dreams of wealth happiness and success a reality like finally allowing yourself to indulge in some well-deserved <laughs> strawberries it is a night to reap your rewards of hard work. And this is with EliteDaily.com. Okay. All right. So every moon has its, its meaning. And when you, after you cleanse your crystals, you can set out very specific crystals to work with for the rest of the month until the new moon or until the full moon. 
Now the moon, a lot of people do think that you should charge or one of the ways to charge or cleanse your crystals is with the sun. But the moon's energy is so passive and so calming that um, crystals usually respond better with the moon energy. Okay. Uh, while the, the sun does work well with crystals, the sun also damages a lot of crystals in the full sun. For example, amethyst gets damaged really easily. Okay. Um, rose quartz gets damaged. Fluorite gets damaged with the full sun. So the safest way is to use the moon. And the full moon energy is good for a day prior to the full moon and almost two to three full days yep. after the moon is is on its way out. What is that? Waning? Yes. Yes. Waning. Yes. Waning. So oh. wa yes, waning. Yeah. Waning is the period where it's 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 actually getting smaller. So yes, but to Michelle's point to harness this juicy, rich full moon energy. You don't actually have to sit there at two in the morning on the exact night. You know, it. you have, you have a, a period of about three days, um, you know, three, four days kind of like where the, the full moon would be sort of in the middle and you have this period where that energy and that, that literal yeah. light is still, is still going to give you, um, what you what you need from it so yeah don't you know if if you're working that night if if, if your shift is overnight on that night <laughs> you, can, you can still you you can still work with that that energy um you know either before or after yeah. for a couple of days um yeah so if you miss your window to charge your crystals you can still put it outside you put it on your windowsill and then certain crystals resonate with certain moons um for the full we'll talk about the new moon and stuff like that later but for the full moon um which is represent it's also represents strength and power and fertility so this is a really good time to uh if you're trying to get pregnant i usually recommend like rose quartz and carnelian next to your bedside um it's also the attainment of desires so selenite look works really really well during the full moon so if you're going to do rituals or you want a crystal to wear or carry with you um, selenite, uh, rose quartz, moonstone, carnelian, amethyst, and always clear quartz. And that's for the full you know, Okay, for, for someone who claimed a few minutes ago to not do much work with the moon and not know that much about <laughs> it, I think, I think you were just I, um, being modest. I just want to... No, wanna... well, because I've, I've seen people in their practice work really, really closely with the moon like uh with the, yeah what like moon tonics and rituals and mines is just kind of almost just focused with crystals and the moon so when i i don't feel as knowledgeable like as you for example where it's it's part of like spell work or okay. if they're doing um personal work like i don't feel um as versed. and i'm the first to say i don't know like i i, I don't know I know one thing and I'll share it with you if you want to hear, but not <laughs> like one thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know one thing. I'm like, I'm not making herbs and stuff. Like I can't do that. I'm not there yet. Maybe one day, but right now I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm not dancing naked out one day. Maybe one day yes. in the woods. Like, yeah. I'm not there. I'm not there. I know crystals and that's what I'm sharing. That's all I got. And that's it. I'm done for the rest of the podcast. Now it's just great. <laughs> It's it is no but 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 
truly. I mean, like Michelle and I just, but it is, I mean, even, even earlier when Michelle asked me about, um, you know, what, what the, the, the meanings or, you know, what this specific full moon in June kind of brings with it. Like, yo, I, I, I got to Google. Like, I don't know. Uh -huh. um, yeah. There, yeah. there, it, it is, you know, but that's, it is, it is such a rich, it, it's, it, there's just so much to dive into and, and to explore and enjoy. So, um, yeah, it's there's, but there is, there's, there's a lot, and you just kind of do what you feel called to, at any particular point on your path. So back to back to the full moon. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a time. Yeah, so so Michelle had mentioned. Yeah, it's but it's it's a time of, of fullness and fertility and, and and with that to me comes quite a bit of gratitude. The full moon is a time to a certain extent of at looking at what has grown and, and this, this fullness that, that, it, that is before us. And it's, it's a call to me to, to, to look at all the things that are, are bathed in light that, that you can, you know, it, it, it's the time during the month where you can go out at night and see, and that that is a much different energy than the the new moon or the dark moon when it it is it, it, that is a much more introspective time to me because it's quite quite dark and and it doesn't give you as much ability literally to to see what's around you so so for me the full moon too is about taking this opportunity to to just soak that light in and and really bathe in it and and see what's around you and and be be grateful for what has grown be grateful for what is coming um for what you are hoping to to grow before you um and it's it's a really lovely time um yeah followed then by the waning period <laughs> You know, and yes. that's that's one thing. That's one thing about the the moon too, which is is kind of a double edged sword. These, you know, like sometimes you'll kind, you know, you get you get caught up in life and like you you forget, like oh, the, the the full moon period is past. Like oh my god, I was gonna do this spell or or something, and, and you know, but like, like twenty nine and a half days later, you're you're gonna be there again. So there's this this lovely sense of like yeah, you might've missed it. Or like right now things are dark. Um, if you're in a, a dark moon time, um, and, and there's that really oh, beautiful reminder that it's, it's going to come back around again. And, and that, that, it's like one of, yeah, it, it is. So it's, it's a nice, um, circular energy to, to tap into this, the sense of like, you know, it goes and it comes and it, it like the tides yeah. by the moon, it ebbs and it flows and it'll, it'll come back around. And, um, you know, so even when the full moon passes and, and you enter into the waning phase of the moon, so waning is when it's getting smaller, um, it, it shifts up the energy and, and the waning energy grows stronger, the further from the full moon you get. So, when you're thinking about how you pray or connect or the spells that you do or what crystals you're working with, think too about whether it's closer to the full moon or maybe whether you're closer to the, the dark moon and, and the energy, you know, and, and just even if you're not doing any sort of spell work or crystal work or um, a sort of thing that you're actually doing, it just, 
you can just sit and 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 feel it as well you know kind of look at what's going on in your life and see if there are things that you can pick out that that either happen cyclically uh, around the moon cycles or that are potentially influenced because of the phase of the moon again even if even if no other reason than to kind of tap into your own energy and how it relates to the cycle of the moon can give you a greater sense of Oh, connectivity to, to things that are, are bigger than us and beyond us and, and can give us a sense of um, comfort and power. It's, um, it's pretty Especially cool. women, right? Because our, mm-hmm. our, we also cycle through every 28 to 29 days. So, right? Sound familiar? Um, women do tend to be a lot closer to moon work than our male counterparts. And we, depending on when our there's a whole, see, this is, this can go on forever. Like, depending on if you're still um, having your uh, time of the month, if you had it, ever had it, like there's work that goes with that or not even related to that, but then how your body changes according to the, like there it's, it's so tied up and intricately like this mesh. The women work a lot better with, moon work than males sorry guys <laughs> it's, and, I, and most right and, and in most folklore the the moon is seen as female yes and the solar energy is is masculine it's yang it's, it's masculine yes yeah um, whereas the moon is is receptive it's yin and that is not to say that men cannot be yin and receptive and that women absolutely cannot be, right yeah. uh, it's all of us, you know, it's, it's, it's duality and, and, and it's, it's present, you know, the, the energies, you know, the, the polarities of the energy that exists here mm-hmm. in this plane. Um, however, to Michelle's point, um, for those of us who are menstruating human beings, um, it, it does give us a, at least a much sort of more, um, literal and physical pathway into that that tuning in um you know that even maybe women who um are beyond that part of their life or who've not gotten there yet or then for for males um or people with health issues who maybe don't men's whatever anyway the the point is that um you know and and it's interesting too when i was younger um you know and and talking about the um the way that the patriarchal society has dealt with women's cycles um, is, I mean, that that's like a, right. But, uh, <laughs> but I remember as, as a younger woman, and even still to a certain degree, I often, I, I would look at like my, my, my premenstrual time as, uh, you know, like there's something wrong with me. Like what, why am I, why am I acting like this? You know, versus looking at it now when it really is again it's it's a dark moon time it's an invitation for you to if as much as is realistic with children and jobs etc um to to go inward i mean we are not always meant to be in this yang productive get stuff done mode of existence and the sun to a certain extent this solar energy this sort of male dominated energy is very 
um, it's very switched on. It, you know, the, the sun does its thing every day and yes, it, it sets and then it comes up and, and there's a sort of cycle there, but it's very uh, reliable in its path versus the moon, which has a much more uh, intricate or yeah. hard to discern, um, you know, and again, it's, you know, Yes, so it's there. There's a lot to unpack there in terms of what society has labeled this this type of energy, whether it, yeah, and and yes, oh my, it's like I, even in my brain, I'm I'm getting lost because it is just so. There's so much to unpack um, with this. Yeah. Um, it's another rabbit hole. It, it is, um, and and it's. It, it's it's fun and it is it is awesome to work with but it it really i mean and like and once you start exploring one thing then you realize that there are 700 other aspects of this one thing you didn't even know to, to research yet oh my gosh right so anyway uh we're talking about the waning moon and in that waning moon time it's i like to call it the my, like my pruning time it's like things you know it's like it, the and the full moon is is seasonally corresponded with summer. So it's the sense of fullness, of harvest, of here are the strawberries. And then it starts to kind of get cooler and less bright. It's this waning period. It's it's winding down and it's it's like autumn. That's when you harvest. It's when you think about things you might want to let go of, things you might not yeah um when when the moon starts to wane when the full moon is passed and you start thinking about things that are maybe no longer serving you um preparing for the dark moon time what what do you maybe uh want to let go of in this time what is not working for you right now um preparing to preparing to let all of that go before you get to the dark moon time when it's your deepest sense of of going inward um and that's in the, the seasonal corresponding time would be winter it's there's not a lot of fruitfulness there there's not meant to be it is a time of darkness and not a great deal of light it's it's a time that we are meant to I, you know, it's almost like an incubational period. It, it, there's a there's a womb-like feel to it. It's dark. It it should be an, an enclosed, safe space for you to, um, again, in as much as your life allows, be be with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you don't have to be productive. You don't have to, um, even even with your spiritual work, you don't have to. Um, fill up your your book of shadows with with all kinds of I- ideas. It you know there there will there will be another time for that when you're ready um, yeah. if you want to um is this for the is this the the new moon for you um or is this the waning moon well it's all i mean you know it 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 kind of like bleeds together and like we mentioned earlier even even with the full moon or you know so the full moon is on the 17th of june so you'd have basically from like june 15th through like june 19th to kind of like play with that energy so there's yeah there is definitely more of a flow um you know so this sense of 
kind of riding. So once the once the full moon is passed and and you're you're kind of riding that that sense of quieting down and darkening down on the waning moon, then as you get closer to the new moon or the dark moon, um, it's when okay. you would want to start thinking about what you might want to let go, um, how you might want to, again, prune or, or cleanse or just let go of things that aren't serving you. And then during that dark moon time, that would be a good time either to go ahead and let that stuff go um, or kind of just rest in that for a little while. Yeah. Um, and then, then as you, you know, maybe on like the last couple days of the dark moon, when, when you, and you'll, again, when, once you kind of like get the rhythm, you, you'll, you'll start to feel it. And so then when, when the moon is dark, but you'll, you'll feel that it, it starts to grow again, that is the perfect time to plant, plant, plant your new seeds and think about what yeah. you want to have growing in your garden as the moon begins to wax or grow larger, because that, that is like winter going into spring. Um, okay. the dark, yeah. So the dark, so for me, the, the new moon is different. I interpret the new moon okay. differently. Okay. The and a lot for me yeah. is, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I like that you're saying that because I, I like to see the different perspective. But for me, the new moon is, um, yes, the the waning moon is pruning. It's letting go. Okay. It's what no longer serves you is removing all that stuff. But it's okay. working almost. It's like getting the soil ready for the seeds. It's removing okay. the weeds. It's removing the vines. Yes. It's once you've already picked your strawberries, we're just going to go back to the strawberry analogy. <laughs> um, it's removing, it's removing all the, the dead branches and everything yes. else. So removing what no longer serves you. And okay. then the new moon is sometimes I do enjoy the full moon. It does have a practicality, but sometimes the new moon to me, it's so much more powerful because it's the new beginnings. It's like planting the seeds. It's working and setting the intentions that you want to reap during the full moon. So okay. it's putting yes. intentions into, so one of the things that I do on the full moon is, and a lot of Reiki practitioners do do this, is putting, um, they have a Reiki box and it's okay. putting all your intentions or your positive energies into this box. Um, and you compare it with a crystal or whatever. Um, and then sending and having that box in a, a, a place that you love and your altar and your sacred space and sending, a, uh, putting on your Reiki symbols to this box. And in this box, you write all your intentions that you want for the rest of the year until the new moon, whatever you want. Um, so God, it's, like seems, a, it's almost so like a rebirth. Yes, but that, like, that to me seems so active. No, and I guess... You know, we'll let's. All right. So, oh my gosh, so much, so much happened <laughs> in my brain. Uh, if yeah. and and there, there are a lot of differing and interesting yeah. and and to me all very valid ideas on how best to work with the moon. And maybe we should have started with this, but again, there's just there's so much. Um, so. <laughs> 
So if so, it's interesting. If you if you if you go and you log into Instagram or Pinterest or just do some Googling on moon work and moon rituals, you will find that a lot of people, um, and there there are often some passionate um, ideas about what exactly you need to do at exactly what stage the moon is in, and yeah. they are all right. <laughs> like. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> you are all valid and appreciated here. Um, so yeah. yes, I I think now, right before we we take a quick break, would be a good time to remind everyone that what what works best for me in the full moon and my understanding of it in my incarnation in this particular moment with all of the knowledge that I've amassed with Michelle, likewise. Um, you you will probably find some contradictory stuff out there and it's not it's it's not for us to say what will work for you or for anyone else um it, it, this is this is just what we've found again working with working with who we are right now and 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 what we have available to us uh in this time of our existence here so um with that in mind, we'll go into a little dark moon period ourselves, and we'll be uh, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. <sighs> this podcast, Stone <laughs> Tea Leaves with Rachel and Michelle, has been one of the most interesting because Michelle and I are learning so much about each other in this time. It's, it, it's, it's been a delight. Anyway, I'm going to let Michelle just go um, for a second here because I just, I want to hear what she has to say about, about, cause it, it's anyway, we have, we just have different ideas about this and it's really fun. Okay, go ahead. So yes, we're learning more things about each other. <laughs> I apparently, I don't know who you are anymore. So what I mentioned before, <laughs> For me, like new moon energy, and it could possibly be with the type of personalities that we have, right? Like I, I like to start new projects. I like to put in the intentions. I like to, like, I if I if anybody needs help starting a business or doing something, <laughs> like I'm your girl. Like, let me make your logo. Let me, like, what is it that you're passionate about? Like, I like that idea of putting in the work and setting the seeds for something to grow. And Rachel likes to go inward a lot, which is something that hey, I avoid okay, Listen, a lot. I'm just, let me just interject. <laughs> let me just interject and put in a little astrology plug for everyone. I am a cancer, which is a moon. It is ruled by the moon. And, and yes, I'm very crabby and I just want to go in my shell in the sea, which is ruled by the moon under my moon because I'm a moon sign person yeah so anyway yes Michelle um yeah I'm just uh, yes astrology can can also play quite a bit into this God, that's uh, <laughs> which is a whole that's another so cool. point. all right yes uh, so um yes. 
Yeah. So it, you know, and, and again, this, and this is, this is what is so fun about all this stuff is like, I am excited now. And I, I hope, I hope that, that some of you feel comfortable reaching out to us and messaging us. Cause I would love to hear what all of you do at, the, especially at the new moon. It seems like the new moon is a bit of a, you know, and, and, and again, it's like for me, and, and I recognize I am super emotional. I am a cancer. I am a water sign. I mean, it's ruled by the moon and it's very, like, I, like, there's a period of like three days at the new moon where like, yeah, like Michelle, like your ideas about this sound beautiful to me. And yes, so there are so many other people who want to like set intentions and, and plant seeds at that time. But like, I don't know, man, like, I just, I want to like, like the darker the hole, the better. <laughs> like, no. And just see, no, like, I, I don't know. I, I like the new moon because it's like my time. Yes, I do go inwards and see what goals and I, I want to set up for myself. Like, where do I want to be when the full moon comes around? So it's like my time to see what I can do and then plant those seeds and set the new moon, the rituals for new moon. Um, I mentioned the box before. A, a lot of people once they put their intentions during a new moon and sent the energy and start working towards their goal, which is the waxing moon. It's a time for manifestation and manifesting what you have in your box. Yes. Once, uh, for me, for me mm-hmm. once you get to the full moon, and this is a whole other ritual that a lot of people can do, you can open your little box of your intentions that you set during a new moon and get your list. See what you accomplished, what you didn't accomplish, what you can continue to work on, and then either put the list in another sacred space or in a drawer, burn the list, have a whole ritual. Like if you've accomplished your list, say thanks to the universe, burn it, stick it in the ashes, throw it in the ocean, whatever you feel comfortable with. But yeah, the new moon is like my time to say, I want to start a new project. This is the time to do it. Like, how can I, I've already pruned my field. I've already gotten rid of yes, vines yep, in the week. That was, that's way, like, super what, waning energy, yes. Yes, so now that we're here, what can I put into the earth to, to grow? That what can I, what's my intention and how can I manifest it during the waxing moon? And then the full yes, moon I, is when it's fertile and I can pick it and then we start a cycle all over again. Yes, and so, yeah, I, that's, I, that's, I, yes. I'm, I am totally with you. I just feel like for me, that energy doesn't like, honestly, doesn't start until like, until the moon is definitely waxing and, and growing. Like, I really feel like within this cycle, I need, like I said, I mean, like, I need like three days in a hole. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know how else to say it. Maybe like, you know, again, because I'm so in tune with animals. It's like, it's hibernation. It's burrowing. Like, I, I need a time of actual rest and like even like yeah like everything that you're saying yes but like two days later like See, I need <laughs> like for me maybe like last day like right before the new moon like that last day of waning between yeah right before it's like an official yeah. new moon I'm like yeah. okay I pruned it I I could rest today because I don't <laughs> sew till tomorrow <laughs> I don't plant my things till tomorrow, so today I can rest. Maybe that might be the period, but I don't. I don't feel. I'm one of those people where I'm not. I I don't know how to relax. Almost yes. where I, I if I'm like laying down. <laughs> Sorry, I mean it's true. I I have a problem. Like oh, 
yeah, I can lay down and watch a movie or I can sit on my computer and try to research something or read something or reorganize my altar or, or focus on, like for me, my mind is always running someplace else. So I cannot, even if I decide to watch a movie, it has to be like a documentary where I'm actively (laughs) learning something. (laughs) And maybe that's just my energy. Cause I like, Rachel's a Cancer. My sun is is a Taurus, and my moon is a Taurus moon. So maybe that's why I don't know. I'm There's... a Scorpio rising. Anybody, if somebody wants to give me some feedback, but yeah, I'm like, okay, now we can let's start a new project. How can we make this a success? What can we do to to make this go? Like, how can I harvest this during the full? Like, that's just me, and I'm just constantly. How do we do it? <laughs> what do we do? Let's go. Yeah. That, so yes. during the new, you know, one of the crystals that I do wear, right? Yes. Is very grounding. They're usually grounding crystals like obsidian or black tourmaline, um, sunstone and onyx. Red jade is another big one. Quartz, if you program the quartz, which is a whole other podcast in itself. <laughs> about programming crystals like we, we're going to do this forever um and pyrite which is also considered an abundant stone so for those who are using it like me um which is starting new projects pyrite paired with a grounding stone uh like onyx is really really good along with moss agate for those who uh like rachel prefer to just go inward uh, I usually work on my clear quartz with your intention. Um, also a grounding stone because it's very easy to get lost almost in like emotions when you go, when you in, go inward a lot. So a yeah. grounding stone to keep you tethered and grounded is good. So again, black tourmaline, onyx, obsidian, um, smoky quartz is actually awesome for those that do decide to go the other way. Um, I'm trying to think of one more. And Labradorite, Labradorite and Amethyst yeah. are possibly also good because it's a uh, it's third eye and crown chakra work. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, like it's, and it's funny because you, you talk about like, I mean, like you are obviously, it's, it's funny to me because the, the way that you describe your activities or work, I guess, during, you know, your, your spiritual uh, goings on during the, the new moon period to me seem really active. And it, it's, it's funny. Cause then I was kind of like, well, God, like, what, I, I mean, I, I'm not just like sleeping <laughs> for three days. I, you know, like I was, I was trying to think like, okay, well, what, you know, what am I doing? And, and actually like, it, you know, it's, Yes, it is a very introspective time. I find that my ability to sort of be energetic in in in, in that way is is really curtailed. And it is, it's definitely more of a time where it, I guess, in a way, it is kind of like a a hibernation, or I think the um, agricultural term is like a follow period, where like you're you're letting the you're letting the earth rest so that you can then plant um, either next season or next year or whatever um, it would be. But but I find too that I, I I do very much have a lot of inward activity at that time. So like my my dreaming and my work with spirit guides is much is it a much 
heightened state during that time. Um, you know, especially when when I make a point to work with guides that either have moon correspondences or a lot of times actually are water creatures. Again, the moon, the moon and the tides and the moon's dominion over water to me makes for a really rich place to to work with some of the spirit guides that, that you may consider working with during different moon phases. And even during these darker periods or more inward periods, like during the new moon, I find that I work a lot with orca and other sea creatures because so much of their behavior and and reproductive activities are based on the the moon cycles and i find that it's really helpful for me to tap into my dreaming and some of those subconscious liminal space places um when it's a dark moon phase and and when i i tap into those energies so it's it's interesting so it's it's like i i I feel like we're we're doing similar things, but in kind of a different way. Um, yeah, like you're still expending energy, but going inward while I'm like, yes. let's do all the things outside and not have to deal with our emotions. I'm kidding. I do deal with them. We, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dive into this more. I've, I'm, I'm feeling some resistance here. Um, <laughs> very juicy. I'm intrigued. Um, but it, it's, it, again, it's, it's not, it's not something that you absolutely have to time your life and your spiritual work to. It's not like you can't do spell work, like, uh, you know, you, you want to find something or get something and, and you're, you're hoping to manifest and you can never do manifesting work during a waning phase. Well, that, that, that would, yes, certainly you, you can time your life that way. Um, but it, it does make it more challenging. Again, it's more of an, an extra layer of, of, of power and, and ability and, and electricity almost that that's available to us. And it's, it can, it can be really powerful to, to tap into that and, and to use it. And there are so many other aspects of, of lunar work and lunar correspondences that we haven't even started talking about, like lunar goddesses, lunar archangels, other spiritual entities that have these moon correspondences that, again, if, if it's something you're already working with, like you have an oracle deck and you want to tap that practice into the lunar phase. And, you know, like, so there's there are a lot of really easy inroads here to kind of start looking at some of the things you're already doing and how it might correspond to to the moon um a lot of a lot of esoteric and occult imagery is based on lunar images look in a tarot deck and just again any any tarot deck and i'm sure 95% of them are going to have some image of or reference to the moon. Um, you know, so maybe take those cards out, meditate on them. Do they often come up in readings for you? Do they not? 
Um, do you find that you do your best work at night or are you more of a solar energy person? It's, you know, again, it's, it's not, it's not even something where you have to really focus on what phase the moon is in. It's more, it's more just, again, remembering that we have this, this big friendly old ball of cheese in the sky. <laughs> that's, 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 that's there. And no, it, but it is, I mean, I, like, I think a lot of us actually feel quite comforted when we look up and, and, and see her there. Um, it's, you know, it's, and, and yeah. we, yeah, it, um, we all see the same moon. It's, I mean, even, even when I look up in the night sky here, I don't see the same stars as Michelle because we're in different parts of the, the earth. I mean, it's like, you know, but, but we'll always see the moon, um, you know, and, and whether it's winter or summer, the moon is still going to show up. And um, it's just really, it's just a really beautiful, comforting and very powerful way to enhance the the work that 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 you're already doing yeah absolutely do you want to talk because we're almost out of time do you want to talk a little bit about the waxing moon just so we can come full circle (laughs) it's like i just we oh my gosh yes so waxing right um it's growing bigger so what do you want more of in your life Think of it as spring. You've planted, whether it was during the dark moon phase or the like slightly after the dark moon phase, you, you've, you've planted the seeds, you've watered them, your fields look amazing. What, what do you want to see grow? It is an excellent time to, to, to manifest and to yep. harness the energy of things growing greater, bigger. Um, it's, it's a time to to really call on the energy of the things that you'd like to see more of in your life. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay, so I agree. like That's it. Um, I agree. we're good on like most of the cycle. <laughs> yeah, except the new moon, obviously. Yeah, waxing moon, yes, it is a time to take care of your fields, to take care of yourself to work towards uh, what your intentions are from your new moon box if you're on Team Michelle. Um, <laughs> it's a really good time to release fears as well, to kind of, um, and I know a lot of people do this during the waning moon, but for waxing, it's also... waning! <laughs> waxing? It, I know, I know. So for me, it's, it's that too. It's You're still taking care of your field. You're still... The little critters start coming up and you need to start to take care of them, right? I don't know why I keep going back to this field reference, but it's just, it's working for me today. It's It's working. It's working. So it it also, it's it's also a good time to kind of release those fears and because one thing about manifesting or, 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 yeah, one thing about manifesting is if you live or if you are in a state of worry, um, I'm worried that X, Y, and Z is going to happen. You are actually sending that energy out into the universe, and that's exactly what you're going to get back. You are calling, worrying is calling that bad thing you're worrying about to you. So it's really time to kind of check into your thoughts and not have, yes, we all worry and we all have things in our head. Sometimes you make them bigger than they really are. 
but it's really a good time to kind of check your energy and say, am I worried about something that has almost no basis in reality if you really think about it? Or is it is worrying a good way to use my energy right now? Is like worrying a good thing to, to do? Is it a good place to be? Is, should my energy be there right now? Or should I try to focus on things that I have control over and try to keep my thoughts positive? Again, this is not about spiritual bypassing either. We're not going to no, be like, let it no. light and we're never going to worry and we're never going to be unhappy. That's not it. We need to check in with our feelings, try to figure out why they're there. And if we can stop our minds from going into that like rabbit hole or that loophole of worry, then, you know, try to rein in those forces, right? So one of the crystals that I do recommend, um, again, a lot of them are grounding crystals. Apache tears are really good. Um, smoky quartz and obsidian. One that I don't recommend is moonstone. Okay. Um, and I think I've mentioned this to Rachel before. Well, a lot of people work really well with moonstone and moonstone is a crystal that works excellent during the full moon. Moonstone, for those who are not ready to work with them, for example, those who are have this uh, mentality that that uh, works a lot with worry or fear, Moonstone creates sort of this like feedback loop where if you're worried, Moonstone is going to acknowledge that you're worried and it's just going to send that energy right back. So for certain people, they're able to say, oh, I'm worried. Let me check in to see why I'm worried or why I'm, I'm, I have so much fear and let me see if I can correct it or how I can correct that or how I can move past that. For certain people or other people, especially those who are prone to um, anxiety or depression, that feedback, that loop or that, yeah, that feedback yeah. just kind of says, oh my God, I'm worried. Holy crap, I'm worried. And then you kind of stayed in that worry in that worry cycle without being able to step out of it and say, "Oh, I am worried. How can I uh, fix that, or how can I move past that, or what I can do to alleviate that feeling?" So, if you are one of those people who are prone to a lot of worry and anxiety, and you don't feel like you, you're easily able to pull yourself out from that circle, then I really don't recommend working with Moonstone. If you're one of those people that can say, oh, I'm worried, how can I help myself, then Moonstone would be a good stone to work with. But everybody works with it at their own need. But uh, you should be mindful of how certain stones work, especially one as closely related to the moon as Moonstone. Because I mean, it is in the name, right? It's well, a pretty it's, stone. It, it's, yes, it's, it's beautiful. Um, but it, it's interesting, too, um, you know, and we, we had a, a bit of a chuckle about it earlier in the podcast today, but the moon can really ramp up your feelings. And if they are harder to handle feelings, and we all have them to varying degrees and, and at different times of our life, et cetera, um, it, it can feel really really overwhelming. So piggybacking on what Michelle said about Moonstone and thinking more broadly about that with the moon, there are those of us, myself included, who do have to be very mindful of our energy and in a way almost protective of it 
during the new moon and then for me to a lesser extent the 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 dark moon or the new moon um it it can be really intense um and there's no other way to describe that it's like michelle said it's like you sort of have these feelings and and then it it they like they, they like double back on themselves almost and then you feel yeah. and 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 again yeah. and like with the full moon you're sort of in that place for at least a couple days a lot of times because that full moon energy hangs around um you know for a day or two before and then a day or two after the actual timing of the moon itself um so be mindful especially if you're someone who's prone to depression and anxiety or other large feelings happening whether you're pregnant or you have big things going on in your life um yeah. what, what again what whatever it is we all have them but you may want to consider looking at the phase of the moon and noticing what happens for you especially especially that full moon time and then to a lesser extent the new moon um, and thinking about some either protective spells you can do or calling on some protective guides using some really comforting grounding stones like michelle said um or some salt bath something to really keep you safe and protected during those times because yes there 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 are a lot of feelings that can can be amplified um which can sometimes feel excellent and can also sometimes feel decidedly not excellent yeah i'm gonna link the uh for those watching us on youtube the previous podcast like working with uh, spirit guides so you can ask for them for help and then also um Removing negative energy, I think, is a good one to link up, especially for those who think if you keep a journal and you're able to kind of tell where you're at during certain phases of the moon, you can you'll be able to see how you work or where you are in that cycle. Some people don't work well with the full moon. They don't like it. They prefer the new moon or they notice that the lunacy increases <laughs> during full moons or you know so i'll yes. i'll um i'll link a couple of videos uh below from our previous podcast just so they they can have resources okay. to help them during this yeah. crazy time whatever the strawberry slash dingo moon that is hilarious and i'm like using every <laughs> ounce of my being not to say the quote about the dingo yes d the dingo I'm didn't eat anyone's baby no, <laughs> nothing nothing on that thing i'll say it later um do you want is there anything else that you want to add before we end this podcast um it's interesting this is the first this is the first podcast where i feel like you and i well no we because we, we we had we had some fun when we were talking about angels and, and working with angels too but it's you know i just I, I just feel again really really grateful for this space and not just not just um for for you and i but i i just like being able to hold these spaces together where people have different ideas about stuff and just have a good laugh about it and then know that it's all 
you know, it, it's all it's all just there for us to work with in 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 the way that works best for us. Again and again, you know, cir circle back, circle back in two weeks when we're in a totally different moon phase and see what we say. Like, you know, it's yeah, like the I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, the, the energy is so different, and we are we as humans are constantly evolving and constantly shifting and. Um, it's, you know, again, I, I, I feel really grateful to have, to have Michelle in my life because it is, you know, to me, it is, it is fun and it's, it's a safe place to, you know, like I said, to, to just, to come together and, and see what, what the other people are doing with their practice and, and how they're getting where they need to go. Yay yeah, moon. This is, I mean, it's, it's gay moon. It's a safe space. I mean, ask me in six months, I might go totally introvert during the new moon. And then you'd be like, I'm going to do all the things in the dark. She's dancing. She's bikini. dancing shirtless <laughs> in, uh, in the new moon <laughs> light. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah so. Well, thank you everyone uh, for listening. You've been listening to Spilling the Tea Leaves with Rachel and Michelle. Well, I am Michelle. I am a crystal Reiki master and teacher. You can find me at rememberlovehealing.com. You can also find me on Twitter at rememberlove. And this is my beautiful friend, Rachel. Hi, guys. I am an animal intuitive. You can find me on Instagram at, at, at cottage on wolf lane. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll find me this full moon howling and, uh, and then waiting for the new moon so I can hibernate. <laughs> We have our, um, you can find us on YouTube, um, Spilling the Tea Leaves. You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make sure you leave a comment, you subscribe, you share, you show us love. For those of you who are um, interested in doing a full moon Reiki session, I will be hosting a group Reiki session. So you can sign up at rememberlovehealing.com and you are... Um, yeah, we'll put you on the list if there is a specific intention that you want to fulfill with your Reiki session. Just leave me a note. And uh, yes, and we're done. We will see you next time. Next time we're going to talk about the solstice. Oh, I have to research more on that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next week, guys. <laughs> okay, next week. Bye. Bye.